Yeah. What is up? What it do? Welcome back to another episode of Without Conditions Podcast. Where anything goes. I'm your host, Jess. I'm your host, Chris. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. Hope y'all are out of them people way in the gym. Yes. Because I know we eight days in. There's if a y'all whole week are, in a day, so I hope so. If your goal for the new year was to work out, don't get a membership. Just work out at home. Do it there first. Be consistent there and then take it to the Facts. Because not only you waste the money, you went other people way. Who been actually, there. Who've been there all year, all yeah. 2022. You know what I'm saying? Also, read the seven habits of successful people. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's called. The seven habits. That book tells you how to make a goal and stick to it. Mm-hmm. And going to the gym because it's January 1st does not have a good goal. It's not a smart goal. Yeah. Okay. You guys can do better than that. I promise. Sure. Way better. Um. All right. Oh, yeah. We're doing part two this week. Yeah. Family boundaries. Yeah. Oh, before we get into that, um, I want to... Um, give a big shout out to y'all because we have passed over a thousand plus streams and listens. Um, over, I think it's eleven hundred over all platforms. Yeah. Uh, Spotify. We're doing it. Apple Music, Pandora. Um, yeah. Appreciate y'all, man. Um, the show and y'all are actually rating and giving feedback. That's that's also awesome, man. Um, very blessed. So grateful for you guys. Yeah. But um what else? Oh, we are now um posting on Wednesdays now. Oh yes. Not Friday, so be on the lookout for Wednesday posts. Starting with this episode. Yeah. And going forward. One. Yep. Moving forward. All right, yeah. Um Family Boundaries Part two. <laughs> Here we go. So when we're thinking about boundaries, I said this last episode, but I'll say it again just as a reminder to you guys. Boundaries are kind of like um, walls, if you will, for like a visual of how they're set up. Mm-hmm. And your wall or your boundary can be different for different people. So um, maybe your wall for your sister is um, invisible, right? Nothing there. Um, maybe your wall for your other sister is like, a picket fence so you can see through but there's still sometimes maybe your wall for i shouldn't say sister i should say your sibling maybe another sibling is a brick wall really heavy duty to get mm-hmm. um you can also have different levels and layers you have um like all grass through um barbed wire you know there's different levels and layers to boundaries and how they look but for mm-hmm. representation, you can you can add and remove those things mm-hmm. um, as frequently as you want. You can communicate them, or you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know them comfortable. Exactly. Um, we talked a little bit about comfortability last time, and the reason that we made this separate episode is because family and friends, a relationship, are very different when yeah. it comes to boundaries, and they also feel. Yeah. Um. So I guess we'll start the same way we did last time, like put a boundary up with your family. Um, I don't remember at all. Um Or do you have any up? I do.
Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, you go first. So I can get them straight. Um, so for me, I think my boundary, my family is, um, I don't know. I feel like, so I feel like because boundaries are about comfortability for me, uh, when it comes to me and my family, I don't necessarily open up a lot unless asked directly yeah. about certain things. And even then I'm still kind of weary about what it is I share. Yeah. I think a lot of my immediate family has an idea of who I am that is not true. Um, or that's, it's just like a, an assumption of me, my personality. And so, um, I don't necessarily share, which for me is a boundary, um, unless asked. And I don't necessarily think about including folks unless they actually want to be there. Um, I'm the kind of person who I feel like I've shown up a lot just where I want to be. If I want to be there, then I'm there. Um, and I feel like sometimes they expect an invitation into my life when they had an open invitation that they didn't show up to already. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, since they didn't show up when I was giving them invites, I just stopped giving invites. Which last time we said we shouldn't stop doing. But it was leading to disappointment. So I'm not gonna keep on disappointing myself, lead myself down that same path. Yeah. Um, so I think when it comes to family, what I learned in therapy mostly was about the idea of letting go of the idea of the idea of letting go of the idea Lord Jesus words. The idea of letting go of my like family idea in my head um and especially for who they are in that moment and how to build boundaries from where they were currently acting from um so specifically but not specifically at the same time um is like um so What example? I don't know. I know. <laughs> but so like, okay, so just as a random one, like um, if my family and uh-huh. I um, were to like say last. That um, about. I'm what? trying to speak in non-specifics so I'm talking to me. Got you. Uh, you, you. You were saying how you put up boundaries, um, speaking from, well, put up boundaries from, like, where they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, So what I learned <laughs> in therapy was, is that how people show up for you now, accept them from that point. Um, and I saw on TikTok the other day, actually, my soulmate shared it with me, this video about emotionally absent parents and how to, the book. Um, the emotionally absent parent is what it's called. Um, but how to operate from a place where you're accepting them from who they are and what they're giving to you and not what your ideal of them is. So my idea of my family was um, kind of what we do, but maybe a bit more vulnerability, a bit more like loving, a bit more warm. Yeah. But what we do as a family um, presently is like, we'll all come together and show up for whatever it is. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And when we're there, we'll hang out, we'll have a good time, we'll drink, whatever. But at some point, that night ends up turning, and it's just like a trauma-dumping session, which is not good for anyone's mental health, to be honest. But I think I'm the only one who's in consistent therapy. So 
I don't have the time to be dumping out and listening to people's traumas all night because I've been talking to mine to someone else. Yeah. Um, and so it's tough when um, people are still holding on to certain things that you've not necessarily healed from, but have talked through and like been able to process and like understand where you stand on them. And then every time you see them, they kind of go through the same cycle again of like, remember this trauma that we both have together kind of thing. And I don't really want to do that anymore. Yeah. And so now it's hard for me. The boundary that I have with my family specifically is since they aren't in a place of healing or trying to process to build, I can no longer show up for them the way that I use. And I don't want them to show up for me the way that they currently do, because we're in different places in terms of how we're currently dealing with our own. Yeah. And so for me, my boundaries are more so centered around the way that we communicate, the way that we interact and things like that only because I know that they're coming from a place of not being healed, um, of still having or still holding on to those things that we cannot change, but that they could kind of process and get their understanding. Yeah. I think my family is also really passive aggressive in the way we communicate as a whole, mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of use sarcasm as like a passive aggressive manipulation tactic, which I'm still kind of trying to unlearn myself. But being that I grew up in that, it's really hard. And so now I'm, I'm able to see when my family uses that as a tactic, it annoys the shit out of me. I'm like, bro, say how you feel. Just communicate it. Say it out loud. Like, don't don't hold on to the word. Just say it you know what i'm saying yeah um and so because of that a lot of times i also am just like well i don't know how you feel you're not communicating with me so i'm gonna disconnect the conversation um because i don't have time to deal with that if you're not gonna speak up and i don't have time to sit here and go back to my old ways of putting myself in a place where you can just either like a space where you can bash me or bash whatever or do whatever you're trying to do instead of just saying how you feel directly i don't want to have to figure out I got to be a mind reader over the phone or on this video chat or in person. Right. I want to be able to talk to you and say, I feel upset because you said this. I feel excited that you said this. I love when you come around. Like I want to hear those things. I don't want to hear like, if you don't like me, just say that. Yeah. Say how it made you feel, bro. Like, you know, and that's the worst thing I think for me because they're, they're still in that place where they're still feeling that. And it's hard for me to be able to say, wow, bro. I did not make you feel that way. Yeah. You know, like we could just communicate it. That's yeah. it. And so, yeah, that's, I think those are the boundaries that I have, those are the boundaries that I have with my family. And that's kind of, but those are all recent ones. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those are in the last two years, I think I've been setting a lot of boundaries with my, fam- boundaries with my family. Um, because again, my ideal family was like not passive aggressive, very like present in the moment, not super like bonded over trauma and not like, you know, we want to be able to build and grow and love and be warm together and not necessarily um, have this barrier between us that is like unhealthy. And I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I yeah. don't want to keep on having unhealthy boundaries with family. But, yeah, that's that's it for me. Yeah. Um, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. Um, I know. Like, I've. I've I seen well. I heard this quote that um, Laquan Barkley said on um, Mike Tyson's podcast. It was like, mm-hmm. um, if somebody like crosses him or um, does something, you know what I'm saying out the regular, 
still just changed the way he was. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I forgot the exact quote, but then Mike Tyson was like, then they changed who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that shouldn't be the case. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to change your, who you are for other people. Other people. Yeah, and that's how I feel with <clears throat> my, well, some of my family. Um, I felt like I had to change who I was to try to fit in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, like I said before, like I, like, I really felt like I didn't have family for real. You know what I'm saying? Um. I mean, I had the people who I talked to on a daily basis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just felt very alone, like, through middle school and high school and everything. Um, All I, all I really had was friends, for real, man. Um, yeah. I'll go home, and I just feel like I'm just there with my family. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. bloating. But, um, yeah, boundaries I've said is just, like, just be who I am, for real, for real. And yeah, like show up authentically. Yeah, and not try to change who I who I was or what I stand on or what I believe. But um, yeah, I mean either that or I just don't talk to him for real. Some of my family members. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no point of trying to try to set something that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? What are some ways you think that you that you change to show up for your family? Um, what do you mean by that? Like, so you said, you said, or you'll like change kind of how you're showing up or change like your presence when you're around them or something like that. Um, and now you're no longer doing that. Oh, so what are some you. ways so previously that you did? What, what, who I am is like, you need me, I'm there. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always there for you. And then I didn't feel that reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how I changed that was to be just to, if they want to talk, just listen. But don't really give feedback because I'm putting my my thoughts and effort into something that's not even going that you're not even going to listen to or really, you know what I'm saying, take into account. So I'm not really going to put myself out there as lot as I used to. You know what I'm saying? And that took me a long time to do and figure out because i mean mm-hmm. it's my family <laughs> and i always wanted to be accepted by them and um but yeah it took me a long time I'm talking about like 28 i probably got it right 25 maybe 26 probably got 28 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it took a while man um and it was putting a big effect on me and my relationship with my family and stuff like that so yeah um so how how did that feel you putting that boundary in? oh my god it was so <laughs> hard it was so hard i don't know i think anyone who knows me how much i value my family yeah how much i love them like well we both do like it's so crazy yeah and then we have some people who don't even believe that we do it you know what I'm yeah saying? Like, everything we do like anything <laughs> at the crib anything we always invite family first yeah. before friends and then people think that we really don't invite anybody or you know what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like they got their the way they 
persuade the yeah the per, uh, perception, perception yeah. of us is completely wrong, and I don't understand how that happened. Truly, me either. <laughs> I'm so confused. I have no idea what what went astray there, but yeah, it was so 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 hard to actually like, and I still struggle with it to this day. Like something will happen with my family, and I'll like go to Chris and be like, "Can you believe this?" And then like while I'm like talking about it, I'm like. But I guess I should have known because something hasn't changed and this isn't this is the same thing I went through a couple of years ago, you know, or whatever. Like it's the same thing. So I still struggle with it to this day, but I, I'm doing a lot better now, not because I'm a mom or anything, but I think I'm doing better now because I've been able to like take a step back and then see it. Like it's it's kind of like like when you're in a reflective period. Yeah. You know, like when you're in it and think of it and you're like, this is what I want. I'm going hard for it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take it. Like I'm going to show up and be present and like never going to say no to anything. And then you're like, I'm going to say, no I'm going to say no this one time just to test it out and see what happens. Yeah. And you say no and you see what happens and you're like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Okay. I could, I can continue this like same energy that I'm bringing to this thing. Mm-hmm. And then as you continue to bring that same energy, then you are able to be like, reflecting more and more and more and so i think right now i'm still kind of in the boundary setting and like the understanding of what it is that i want and yeah things like that but i think it was so hard initially because i was like but i have to show up they're my family yeah like that's my mother dad sister brother like that's my family yeah you know what i'm saying so like it was it's really it was really hard at first because like i said i value family but also because like who am i without them yeah. But I, you know, I also realized that that's an unhealthy attachment as well that I have by saying like, who am I without them? is not a good thing to say because you're, you're an individual person yeah. with your own thoughts and feelings and all that kind of stuff, you know? So yeah. it was really hard. Um, but I think what I've learned the most is that, um, people don't define me and no one actually truly knows who I am. Yeah. So that's been actually a really a cool thing to learn that no one actually well you obviously yeah know the depths of my soul but like you know it's really a lot of people don't actually know the depth to me because i don't actually give everyone the opportunity to be able to know who i am mm-hmm. at the depth you know mm-hmm. deep down in my soul yeah well yeah i mean you gotta they also actually want to want to learn that you know what i'm saying yeah um but yeah i mean get back on that this is like oh fucking with my peace too like i never stress like if you know me i no. never stress chris's grandma taught him not to stress yeah, and i have like, no idea how she did it i never stress i never stress on anything and i'm always happy you know what i'm saying always smile always try to make somebody else laugh but i, I no man i'm as i get older man my peace becomes mandatory a priority like because i i just be cooling that's yeah. all i want to do just chill come home chill you know what I'm saying? Go to work, chill. You know what I'm saying? Well, not not chill, but but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, who who wants to be stressed Monday through Sunday? Yeah, that not sounds me. stressful. LOL. Yeah, <laughs> thinking about it, I can't imagine. No, for real. Yeah, family, something else. Family is, and that that you know that thing. And let me say something too because I want to talk about this as well. We're talking about family. Yeah. When they say like your parent is your parent and they grew up how they grew up um and like they raised what they knew and not from what you currently know how do you feel about that Text it. 
I said, you know, when they say like your parent raised you from what where they knew, like their place of no. Yeah. And now that you're an adult, you have a, your different place of no. Yeah. Your own like perception of it. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, I agree. Um, because I know a lot of things that I'm not going to use that um that I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because not only did um I learn more about how to what what we're doing gentle parenting and just parenting like you have another individual in your house and not like you know what I'm saying thinking them thinking that they're just like I don't know how to explain it like they're like I I want to treat my kid as an individual because he is his own person right I want him to explore life because he is his own person. Like I like I go out and explore life. You go out and explore life. I want him to go out and explore life. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I I agree because um yeah because I mean how our parents were growing up they didn't you know what I'm saying it's like those times were uh, those times sorry I know yeah <laughs> sound kind of old <laughs> that was born in the 1900s but um so were you I was born in the late 1900s. <laughs> They was born mid nineteen hundreds, but um, but no, nah, um, yeah, I mean, they didn't have like the what? What can I say? Like the access access to different things like we do now, and how to go about things, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we're also black. Let's acknowledge that. That is also true. And they weren't far removed from slavery and slavery tactics. Um, yep. And so there's also that another layer um, as well to add to the conversation, which is true. Um, I think for me, I do agree with the sense like my the way that I was raised, right, was the way that I was raised. And I understand because I asked my parents questions about the way that they were brought up. Yeah. Um, their upbringing and like learn more about them and why, you know, they do what they do, how they did what they did, what they were living like, what their mindset was. Um, and I don't necessarily say like tell me what happened when I was growing up or else, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm always like, I wonder why you don't call me often, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, as a child, I feel like you should be calling your parents. And it's like, but as a parent, you should be calling your child, bro. What do you mean? Yeah. You know, but like, did your parents call you, you know? Yeah. So I understand how they're like something that, um, they grew up as that. We got the, reaped what they sowed in essence mm -hmm. um but i feel like in terms of beyond that like after you understand that as a child to your parent um there's this thing same person same thing i'm referring to with the um unemotional unemotionally available parents was talking about um how to then parent your parents and if you want to do that because as a child now i have to tell you um, not necessarily like you were wrong in all these situations, right? But I have to tell you that this is how you make me feel so that you can acknowledge it and we can actually really like go up up from there. Like we can build a relationship, we can learn each other, we can, you know, actually figure the things out. We don't have to um, be in a place where we're so... I don't want to say like negative, but like where we aren't connected any longer solely because um you don't know how i felt but i just i know what happened when you're growing up you know what i'm saying like 
be able to talk to I want to be able to talk to my parents and say, this is how I felt growing up. Um, this is what I want from our relationship. This is how we can move forward. And then, of course, I want to be able to see the change behavior. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and there's not a way for you to say, like, well, when I was eight, you didn't answer a question that I had and that traumatized me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That quote where it's like, I didn't know your parents like, I know I traumatized you. And you're like, of course, it was a Tuesday for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But for me, <laughs> it was trauma day. You nah, know what fact. I'm saying? Um, and so I'm not expecting them to be like, to like ask the same question and then see how they change the answer. But like going forward when things happen, there are these, I don't want to call them tests, mm-hmm. but they are a kind of test. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, for example, I hope she don't me sharing this, but my mom um, and I have been talking a lot more recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a job that gives me anxiety. And it kind of reminds me about the job that I had before at T-Mobile that I think we all know about by now because everyone I talk to, I'm like, I have anxiety at work. They're like, like T-Mobile or worse? <laughs> um, that was a fact. And so I got really bad anxiety at T-Mobile and I started getting anxiety with my current job and I immediately was like, I don't want to be like T-Mobile. So how can I like either fix this? What can I do? Um, and so I called my mom because my mom knew what was happening at T-Mobile in terms of my anxiety, my um, attacks that I was having around that. and um, we were talking and she, her advice usually is more so like her sided. Um, but the advice she gave me one morning, she just calling before work and was like, you sound off. And I was like, no, <laughs> be off away. Right. It's 6am. Why would I be off? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, no, I can hear it in your voice. What's wrong? And I was like, <laughs> anxiety and I'm freaking out and T-Mobile and like all these things. Yeah. And she was talking to me about me giving my power away and how to not do that. Um, and she brought up one of her own experiences. I won't say it out loud on the podcast because I don't know how much I'm supposed to share from the conversation. Um, but she brought up her own experience with work and like what she did in a situation that was similar to mine and how she felt and like what she did. And it was so, so, so like, I feel like I never connected to her that much mm-hmm. on that level in, a, in like a really long time. Uh-huh. And so it was just so nice to be able to hear from her. And what I t- what she said, I actually ended up soaking in. I'll be honest. The conversation started and she was talking and I was like, here we go again. You have to tell me all this stuff about how this anxiety is not real. I had to go to work and get some money. I can be stable financially. And then it ended up really becoming a conversation about how we related and how we could move on and how I could even use certain techniques during throughout the day yeah. um, to help me have a better experience at work that experience hasn't changed but yeah. it was really helpful and i i do what she told me to do and it is helpful a little bit um but my job still sucks so yeah but yeah you know so i think allowing the opportunity like kind of like in essence test like i was saying but it still allows opportunity for them to be able to see for you to see how much you give the relationship yeah and i think in boundaries you have to test them sometimes you know like you have to figure out can I change this boundary? Can I keep this boundary here? Mm-hmm. Um, can I extend this boundary further? Should I move it back? You know, you, you're able to do that by kind of doing tests in essence, yeah. by opening yourself just a little bit, not too much, and then seeing where it goes. Yeah, for sure. And also, man, value your time. Value you your mean? time. Like, if you're going to, like, give someone your time, make sure, like, they give you the time back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead if of you just, want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. I think I think it's um that thing where we're talking about like when you talk to people, um, or when you show up for people, they show up for you, is something that you value is how much people are showing up for you as well, or do you yeah. do you just value your presence? 
Um, and I think it's hard with that because I feel like the lack of reciprocity in that scenario can get really tiresome. Um, like I know for me, I'm tired of showing people don't show up for me. Yeah. You know, I'm tired of like being that friend that people can't, that, that people can come to and they can, I can sit and listen, give the advice that they're asking for. Yeah. But then if I need something, I don't go to them. And so I've also learned too in that same scenario is to keep people around you who you would, who you want to call, who you would call and yeah. show up for those people and not necessarily the ones who you're like, but I can't call them because X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. Um, and that makes it really hard too. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, I don't want to be around people that, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. What you want to say? Mm-mm. That was a quick episode. It was. I I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be long anyway. Oh, you didn't? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like family boundaries, while they are harder, there's so many levels and layers to talk about it that it gets hard to have an entire like hour long episode on it. Um, but I think the things that we said here, we didn't want to say in our last episode because we didn't want to mix them up together. Um, and we're coming from a more experienced type of angle than if we would have came in. Like if I would have came in like three years ago, this probably would have went way longer than I thought. Then we think, you know boundaries. No nah, facts. That's your family. No nah, facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, with your kid, how's boundaries your damn kid? We got hella boundaries with, with rise. Oh yeah. Don't be coughing around my kid. Don't kiss my kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> as a parent, as a as a parent with boundaries around my child. Real quick, let's dive into this. Mm-hmm. Because as a as a parent, as a new parent, as a first time parent. Oh. Uh-huh. With an infant, um, there are so many things that I have set for him. Um, you know, for instance, like we talked about how intentional we were with our birth and our pregnancy. Um, and we have that same intention when it comes to him. And so we are doing things to help raise him in a manner that would make him emotionally available, but also be extremely healthy. Yeah. Um. Because we are we are learning now about being very like health conscious and things like that as well, and so it's really important for us to have that though kind of that same energy, if you will. This is not on the same subject, but it, at the same time, it is. So with with rise, some things that we've done is if I don't want anyone holding my baby, I'm letting the secrets out. I put him in a rack because you ain't gonna ask to hold him if he's on top. He's attached to me. What you want me to do? Take him out? I can't. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. It takes 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm wrapping this man up like my life depends on it because you cannot hold my baby. Uh And if you are sick, don't touch my baby. Uh If I see you cough, get away from my child. Uh Wash your hands before you touch my child. Uh Why are you guys like this? (laughs) Do better. (laughs) Please. This man is building an immune system day by day. I mean, luckily, this man is breastfed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. But imagine, you know what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you, you sick, you got an adult immune system, and you give it to an infant, a newborn. How do you live with yourself like that? Right. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I just got a baby sick. And now them parents, them first-time parents, them second-time parents, them parents, 
are now worried about that child day in and day out because you got them sick with your adult germ. Mm-hmm. Do better. Yep. Do better, people. It's bad enough you got to go to work after having a baby after two days. <coughs> Not two days. <laughs> it <laughs> basically two is days. two days. <laughs> it wasn't two days. And now after two days of being with this baby, he got to go spend time. He, look, I'm being personal. Mm-hmm. This baby got to go spend time with somebody else while you at work doing nothing. Because to be honest, what you do at work? Nothing. Exactly. I work. And your kid, okay. And your kid <laughs> is at somebody else's house getting loved on. Mm-hmm. And you at, at work stressing about the fact that he getting loved on. It's not by you. Uh-huh. That is stressful. And then you got him sick. And now he's sick. Mm-hmm. They sick, I mean. Mm-hmm. This hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah. All right, thankfully. people. Uh, Wait, thanks no. for a great <laughs> podcast. Because you got Mama Bear over here. I just want to say, watch, mind your minutes when it comes to kids. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. All right. We out. You know how many oh. parents miss work because their kid is sick? Just real quick. I was talking to. Did you, I was, did you look up the percentage? I don't have a percentage. Oh, okay. I was but just, you had but just know that daycares are filthy. Mm-hmm. And you sending your child to daycare early because they got a little cold still. Mm-hmm. They're still contagious. Mm-hmm. They're building their immune systems up. Mm-hmm. Keep your kid at home without getting kids sick. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to say. My kid's not in daycare. Mm-hmm. But I, I was talking to some parents. And they, they, they really have a hard time with that. Like, why do you pay mm-hmm. for daycare if your kid is constantly sick? You got to leave work anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true. I'm off my high horse, y'all. Set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mind your minutes with kids mm-hmm. and have a great week. Great week. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you like, um, rate, subscribe on all platforms, whatever platform the you listen now. to us on. And um, make sure you follow uh, Without Conditions uh, Pod on IG and TikTok. No. Do we have a TikTok? We no, can have, we, we TikTok. create a TikTok. Um and YouTube. Go yeah. ahead and go ahead and you can go ahead and Let me do the intro there. over again, baby. This not you don't but, do the um, outro. You're I do not the a, outro. You do not do the outro. I do. Go ahead and say your IG handle. You can go ahead and follow me at DJSG Bright on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Y'all have a great week, man. Y'all be great. <laughs> um stay out them people way in the gym. Peace. Yeah. Peace.